Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Innovation Podcast, your source for all things innovation. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Matt Pomerink on the line. He's president over at Edgebrook Advisors. Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Uh, I've been looking forward to it. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, man, so excited to get into today's topic. So we're going to talk about healthcare business growth partnerships. Um, but before we do that, let's go a little bit further into what you're doing over at Edgebrook Advisors. Tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Sure. Uh, we provide tailored uh, growth services, you know, primarily for startup to mid-sized healthcare solution companies. And, you know, these are companies that are typically addressing areas such as patient access, patient engagement, scheduling, and payments. And, you know, the scope of our services vary based on their need. It could be new market development, partner programs, uh, product strategy, operations management. We'll, we'll even do some outsourced executive leadership. That's awesome. And that's why, you know, that's why I want you on the show for this, healthcare business growth partnerships. I mean, there's just so much opportunity in the healthcare space. Um, I mean, where do you want to start with this topic? Gosh, it is, right? And it, it, it's quite an active uh, topic right now with, with everything uh, going on. But, you know, with, with a lot of the companies that, that we work with, you know, when you think about growth through partnerships, it's it really is a bit of a different mindset um, from, you know, the traditional hiring and, and using a, a hunter. You know, working in enterprise software for many years, you know, that was certainly the approach. And, and it still is in many cases an effective strategy, but, you know, that can be really challenging for younger companies, uh, especially in the healthcare solution space, uh, where you often need multiple pilots and case studies. And, and you're also dealing with longer sales cycles and restricted budgets, which, of course, uh, is being accentuated right now um, based on the environment that healthcare companies are, are working within. You know, the other, the other challenge is, you know, oftentimes those big hunters, they often have extensive resources to pull from. So you think about having pre-sales teams and, you know, folks pulling together presentations and you have supportive discussion through industry leads and subject matter experts and you have people helping with business developments. And, you know, the reality is many startups can't afford that uh, and they need versatility in their approach and, and resources. So oftentimes you, you really need you know, the partnership-oriented thinking and approaches, uh, more solution-oriented and more relationship-based. So what does that look like? So walk me through, and you don't have to use a specific company, but if I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a healthcare startup and I'm thinking and I'm listening to this right now and I'm like, well, Matt, I mean, Matt has a point, but we all know that like we're strapped for cash. Um, the bigger players have more, more, uh, more resources than us. We know that, but we still have this mission. Like how do partnerships help me? Sure. Yeah, it is, it's, you know, that, that, that never goes away. There's, that's a persistent theme with uh, limited budgets. Um, you know, when you think about the par partnership approach and, and the type of people, I mean, there's a few things that need to be in place um, when you think mm -hmm. about the, your business and your offerings first. Um, and I kind of think of it in, in three main principles. So first of all, when you're thinking about a partnership approach and then the kind of people, you know, the reality is, um, you know, both parties have to have a distinct value 
in the solution or service that's being positioned, right? Mm. If you don't have that, it won't really matter who you have on your team or as a resource. You know, for a sustained relationship, there has to be that mutual value. And I think sometimes companies get a little excited about the idea of partnerships, you know, based on the mm-hmm. name or stature of a, of a company. But, you know, if you're not providing value, it, it, it can be short-lived. Um, you know, the, the second aspect that needs to be in place is you got to have some equal footing. So when you have a, a situation where you have kind of like a subordinate uh, parent subordinate relationship that, you know, that can be, mm-hmm. that can be really difficult when you have that constant fear of replacement. Um, and the third one is there's got to be clarity on what you're trying to accomplish, metrics and accountability. And those are like fundamental aspects that have to be in place. And when you think about the type of people that you need, um, typically it's someone that has a stronger solution background understands the particular space you're in, perhaps has some product management experience, um, strong relationship skills, um, but someone that's, that, um, you know, manages their approach, you know, with a, with the positive demeanor. Um, and, you know, that means confidence, but not over-aggressiveness. And those are traits that, that we typically see as being the most effective in that type of role. And, of course, someone that's very resourceful. Because, like, like I mentioned many times, mm-hmm. especially with young companies, um, you don't have the, the resources available, and, and they can't be supplemented. So they have to be pretty self-sufficient. How does a young a young startup or younger company go about even kind of starting? So there may be some people listening that are like, you know, I would like to go down that route, but I don't I don't really know where to begin. I've been at, we've been in our we've been working in this business for a while now, and we haven't really considered that as an option. Um, but now we're probably at the stage to where maybe of those three things that you mentioned, maybe they now do have some 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 footing there. How do they? How does somebody mm-hmm. even start out looking going down that path? Yeah, sure. I mean, I mean that you know, obviously there's some work internally that that, that can happen around the, the value of the, of the solution and and you know understanding what that is and the impact and then how it might relate to other companies that that could be complementary. You know, I think that that's kind of the first foundational thing that you could do. And I'll give you you know an example would be if uh, let's say there's a company that's in patient scheduling and. You know, they think there's opportunity to work with a number, another company that might focus more on the payment side. Well, there's a relationship there that can be had, but you really have to have clarity on how does the solution you provide map with another solution that's complementary that drives, you know, value from a B2B standpoint, but also from a B2B to, to the uh, customer standpoint. So having an, and knowledge around that, understanding the value, um, that is the, really the first primary step. Um, you know, finding people, it, it, it is always challenging. It really is. And, and I think some of it's changing that, that mindset around mm-hmm. how you look for a person that has those skill sets. And, of course, there's, you know, many, many search firms that can support that process. Um, oftentimes, um, you know, through net, through your network and, and through the the types of relationships that a lot of these um, entrepreneurs have, um, that can be really useful. Um, leveraging some of the advisors um, that they might have to say, look, I, I understand what you're trying to accomplish. Understand, you know, knowing that there are different people that have those skill sets around understanding solution strategy and being able to talk to a particular a complementary company 
and really talk more about the value and focusing on that versus in the first conversation, let's set our our revenue target for the next three quarters, right? So it is a a little bit of a different approach. It does at times can take a, a little bit longer, but it really does drive sustained value um, and, you know, the other thing is seeing this right now, actually, with the, with the current environment. So there's some um, healthcare uh, solution companies uh, that we're working with that, you know, look, they're, they're, being, they're being contacted um, by some of the larger uh, healthcare systems that are, they're working with because, number one, they, they've been trusted, right? So they're, they're trusted in, in times of chaos like now. Um, companies often go to those those relationships where whether it's trust based, and, and that's a big thing that's happening when you think about some of these companies trying to address, for example, COVID nineteen testing and this massive rise in, in telehealth. Right, it's kind of playing out right now that having the longer term, stronger relationships that are more partner focused, um, they you know it, it's playing out where where folks are being contacted to support some of these newer newer approaches. That's awesome. So, Matt, uh, if somebody's listening to this and they want mm-hmm. more information on Edgebrook Advisors, um, first, what are the right types of companies and or startups to contact Edgebrook that are typically a, a good fit? Um, and number two, how, how do they how do they connect with you and your team? Sure. Um, yeah, like in terms of profile, um, really we work with startups to what I would say mid-sized healthcare uh, solution companies. Um, could be addressing a variety of, of specific areas like patient access or engaging uh, with patients, um, scheduling, payments, those types of functions. Those are those are great companies um, that that we typically will work with, and you know we can be reached through through our website, which is edgebrookadvisors.com. Um, through LinkedIn, you can also find us, and of course, feel free to reach out to me directly. Matt at edgebrookadvisors.com. Fantastic. Well, Matt, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing more about all the great work you're doing over at Edgebrook Advisors and also, you know, how these healthcare startups out there can think about um, growing their business through, through strategic partnerships. So great stuff there. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Innovation, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave some comments in the video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And Matt, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks for having me.